Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 455 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB coming at you with a solo dolo, unfortunate series loss episode of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Of course, we got to dive into the fills. We're talking about the fightings. Hit the hit the sounder. Uh, we got breaking insider news. From the one and only James Harden about the Sixers schedule this year on a certain big time holiday. And uh, we're going to talk about the, the Philadelphia Union being the most consistent team in Philadelphia as they steamrolled Chicago this past weekend. Uh, so we'll dive into all of that. Plus, you know, the Eagles preseason got underway. They lost to the Jets. But it's fine because Jalen Hurts is in fact him, and as you can see, I'm rocking my Redwoods jersey, my Redwoods hat. The boys clinched a playoff spot. If you don't listen to the Outside the Box podcast, our pro lacrosse podcast on the network, you should be listening to that. Uh, and shout out to our Philly boy, Chris Collins, defensive coordinator for the Redwoods, uh, clinching that postseason berth this past weekend out in Utah. Um, but yeah, go check out OTB+. Plus, the PLL Championship game is in Philly. This is not an ad. I'm going to be there. DJ is going to be there. You should be there. Um, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI. Thank you guys, whoever entered our giveaway. We announced the winner on Wednesday night's show. Shout out to Tasio uh, taking home that dub. We are working on getting everything situated to make sure that your comic book gets to you safe and sound, no issues through the mail. Follow us at Underground PHI Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to be more active on Instagram, but if there's anybody out there that is good at Instagram and wants to help us out, because I certainly need IG 101 in terms of just being consistent on there, because I fucking hate Instagram. That app sucks. Um, <laughs> so if anybody is out there that wants to help a boy out, hit my line. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. It is right below me here, too. If you're watching on the YouTube, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I just dropped my pen. Can't be dropping the gold pen like that. I just did a Chris Collinsworth chair slide. Uh, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And, of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. You get full video episodes of every Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast in full video form, including our in-season Eagles Enemies podcast. The first episode dropped with Zach Rosenblatt. Uh, first season that Eagles Enemies will be in full video form on YouTube. So get excited for that. But every single Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast in full video form on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're on that road to 1K. 
So help us get there. We're at 212 subscribers right now as I record this on Sunday night. So uh, go subscribe and be a friend. Tell a friend. Smash that like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below. All that good stuff uh, over on YouTube. Shout out to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com, guys. It's the best place to get sunglasses, blue light glasses, prescription lenses, apparel, watches, you name it, they got it. You got to be styling and profiling all year long. Tomahawk Shades is the place to do it. And when you go to checkout, use code USP in the checkout promo code section. You get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer, it's the summer of Kenny. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use that Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. And the homies over at Bino, who just dropped the sickest board this weekend. The Gila Monster board is live. Go to BinoBoard.com. It's the next big tabletop game for your man cave, your she shed. Uh, think paper football meets foosball, and you got Bino. Bino board is a game and lifestyle brand based in Phoenix, Arizona. Reese Hoskins gets down with them on Instagram, so you know it's legit. Bino's goal is to provide the highest quality boards and a true brand experience for every single flicker. Every part of Bino's boards have been tested time and time again for the best possible playability so that every flicker's experience is a positive one. Bring the world together with Bino and hear someone's story from the other side of the pitch. Go to BinoBoard.com and use our code BINOUSP for 10% off your order, including the Ultraviolet Board, the Gila Monster Board, Team USA and Team Mexico merch. Uh, they got hats, shirts, all that good stuff at BinoBoard.com. That's code BINOUSP at BinoBoard.com for 10% off your order. Let's get into the fightings. They dropped the series to the Mets um, in just dud fashion on Sunday. They lose 6-0. They lost 1-0 on Saturday. Uh, but they did get that, that one win on Friday, which was electric. Um, you know, this was a litmus test really for this team to kind of just see where they're at. They didn't have Kyle Schwarber. They didn't have Bryce Harper, obviously. And, you know, missing two of your best power hitters is always tough when you're going up against a top team in the national league. Um, especially with the pitching matchups they had, they did beat Max Scherzer, which was great, but they lose to DeGrom. They lose to Bassett. Um, so they dropped two out of three to the Mets and, it's just a nice little spot now. You get a bounce-back series, hopefully, uh, against the Cincinnati Reds starting on Monday in Cincinnati uh, before you come home for four games against the New York Mets uh, at Citizens Bank Park. Along with that is four games against the Cincinnati Reds at Citizens Bank Park and three games against the Pittsburgh Pirates at Citizens Bank Park to round out the home schedule at CBP for the month of August. Um, but it was a litmus test for this team. They, you kind of see where you're at. You didn't have a full squad. Uh, you're still 63 and 51. You're still in the wild card spot and you know, it happens. Good teams lose series in bad ways to good teams. It's fine. Um, you know, you're not necessarily at the Mets level this year. 
per se. You still got a lot of holes on this team in terms of long-term, you know, goals that you want to accomplish, but um, you're still firmly entrenched in the playoff positions. Um, you know, you're going toe to toe with the Padres for that number two spot for sure. And you just got to, you know, continue to play well until Bryce gets back. He's apparently taking batting practice and fielding and all that good stuff this week at CBP, which is a great sign. Um, so I'm not too worried. Like, yes, did it suck that we lost for sure? Like it's never fun to lose, but I'm not like overly concerned that the Phillies lost this series to the New York Mets. You know, best case scenario to me was that you were going to win two out of three. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. Which you almost did. Uh, the DeGrom game was tough because it was a one nothing game overall. But they didn't quit, really. I mean, this, this last game was tough, but they didn't quit in the DeGrom game. And like I saw on Twitter... Uh, this was not game seven of the NLCS. It's not like it was a winner go home type series. Um, just a regular season series. Shit happens. Don't, uh, the, the worst thing that casual baseball fans do, I think is that they overanalyze every single game. Like it's the NFL, which is not the case. Like losing this series and losing a game in baseball is not the same as losing in the NFL week to week. It's a much different thing. The NFL games have much higher, you know, consequences for losing and much bigger rewards for winning. Um, so it, it's not the same level of stuff, you know. Once it gets to crunch time, late September, maybe that series in October with playoff positioning, then that's when losing a game in that situation could be tough. But uh, it's still just a regular season game. It's fine. You know, you're still 12 games over 500 which is the best the Phillies have been since probably 2018 at this point in the season. Um, I'm fully confident that this team is going to be okay. Now, one of the big blows is that Corey Knebel is probably going to miss time with a lat strain. He exited Sunday's game with that. That's a tough blow to the bullpen. Um, so I don't know who's going to really step up in that spot. I know Sam Coonrod, I think, is pitching down in AAA. So maybe he gets an opportunity to come back up to the big league squad, but I don't know who's going to take Knievel's spot per se. Um, I wonder, you know, what that move is going to look like overall, but uh, that's a that's a tough move for sure uh, to lose Corey, uh, but we'll see how that kind of all plays out. But, you know, you just regroup. You get the Reds, who are not very good. The Reds this season are 45-68. and 68, um, Started off even worse than that it's a miracle that they have 45 wins in my opinion 
Um, you know, they have some pieces, but like Joey Votto is still playing for them. Mike Moustakis is playing for them. Um, you know, they're not that good. <laughs> you should be able to beat the Cincinnati Reds in a series. Um, this week to kick off this week, kind of get rid of the bad juju from the Mets series and you'll have, uh, the following pitching matchups as well. looks like it'll be Noah Syndergaard versus Mike Miner, who has one win on the season. Kyle Gibson versus, uh, I'm going to pull this back up here cause I lost it. Kyle Gibson on Tuesday, Ranger Suarez on Wednesday against, uh, Lodolo who don't know who that is either. That just shows you how bad the Reds are. Like, I know who Mike Miner is because the Phillies almost traded for him a couple years ago. Uh, Lodolo, Lodolo. Nick Lodolo, and that's Thursday. Or, I'm sorry, Wednesday. And then Tuesday, Zook or Zuck? Zake? Don't even see his name here. That's where the Reds are right now. Guys don't even show up automatically. Uh, he must be relatively new because he's not showing up at all on this roster here that I have pulled up. Um, so you should be able to do some damage against the Reds. Just saying. You should be able to do some damage against the Cincinnati Reds. Um, to make everybody kind of forget about this Mets series, my best case scenario is the Philly sweep. The Reds uh, going into that Mets series, and then best case scenario against the Mets in four games, you, you split with them. You split with the Mets, um, and that should be pretty solid. So on third or on Friday, when the series starts, you'll have to be determined versus to be determined. Saturday, I think Zach Wheeler will be pitching one of those games. And then Aaron Nola should be pitching in that series as well. Noah Syndergaard will probably pitch in that series. Um, so maybe split with the Mets there and then you get the Reds and the Pirates at home again. Like that's, that's nice for this team, especially when, you know, you look at what the Braves schedule looks like during that stretch, the Braves will be playing the Mets this week for four games and then they'll be playing Houston for three games. Uh, over the weekend, and then they will play the Pirates, the Cardinals, and the Rockies to round out their month of August, and then the Padres will be playing, because that's the other team the Phillies are kind of going, you know, neck and neck with. Um, the Padres have it kind of easy. <laughs> they get the Marlins and the Nationals, um, so you're going to have to take care of business big time in a lot of situations if you're the Phillies, especially against the Reds. And then uh, in that, that Mets series, it sucks that the Padres are playing the Nationals when we're playing the Mets. Um, and the Padres have a relatively easy rest of the way. They play Washington, Miami, or Miami, Washington, two against Cleveland, which will be kind of tough. Uh, then you get, they get Kansas City and San Francisco before their month of September is the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, the Dodgers, the Mariners, the Diamondbacks, the Cardinals, the Colorado Rockies, the Dodgers, the White Sox, and the Giants. So you got a lot of work to do to kind of keep pace and hopefully stay ahead of the Padres to get that second wild card. Um, but we'll see how that all plays out for the Phils as they continue to uh, make that push towards clinching the playoffs for the very first time since 2011. Um, the Phillies also made some big news this week, 
on Sunday, I should say, with two big prospects getting promoted uh, that I am very excited about. Mick Abel and Andrew Painter getting promoted to double A. Uh, so the big three of the Phillies uh, minor league pitching rotation are all back together again. Um, Mick Abel, Andrew Painter, and our boy Griff McGarry, Griff Watch, hashtag. Um, they're all back together now in double A. Uh, Andrew Painter at 19 years old getting promoted to double A. Mick Abel turns 21 this week. He's getting promoted to double A. Uh, and then you have, you know, Griff McGarry, who's the number seven prospect for the Phillies already in double A to, uh, join up with teammates. Now, Johan Rojas, um, Hans Kraus is in triple A, Ethan Wilson's in a plus ball, uh, Luis Garcia's in a plus ball and, uh, Eric Miller is in double A, Jalen Ortiz is in double A, um, who else do we have down in double A? To get in the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Anybody else? McKinley Moore, shout out. When well, we broke that news there. Uh, so you got some pieces in this top 30 prospect uh, pool for the Phillies that are now in double A. Uh, the ETA for Andrew Painter is 2025 and Mick Abel's 2024. I feel like both of those guys, along with Griff McGarry, could be with the Phillies sooner than that. Um, you know, those guys have dominated this year down in single A. Um, with the blue claws, um, Abel's two years in, you know, he's been unhittable at class a, uh, Mick Abel, or I'm sorry, painter has, uh, 17 starts between Clearwater and Jersey shore. He's four and one with a 1.19 ERA. He struck out 118 batters in just 75 and a third innings. His whip is just 0.86. Um, Mick Abel this season has spent all of 2022 at Jersey Shore with 18 starts. He's seven and eight with a 4.01 earned run average. He struck out 103 batters in 85 and a third innings. There's just over a month left in the 2022 season for the two to get a taste of Double A. It's probable that both start at Double A next season, but this gives them a two uh. It gives them a month to kind of get used to double A. Um, and Matt Gelb also reported that there are innings limits on both pitchers, though a number was not disclosed. So Andrew Painter, Mick Abel, going to double A. Uh, if you're in, you know, the the Reading area, I highly suggest get it going out and potentially going and seeing those guys pitch. Because that's your rotation of the future. Mick Abel, Andrew Painter, uh, Griff McGarry, Zach Wheeler, and Aaron Nola. Those are your five. Whatever order you want to throw them in eventually, those are the five that are going to be 
this rotation for the future of this team when they're going and winning the World Series. And it's exciting from the standpoint that this team now has, you know, three certified young prospect type pitchers that they have developed a rotation with that are going to all kind of come up together. Um, and you're going to have a homegrown rotation for the first time in God knows how long. You know, Cole Hamels was the guy for the, the original run of, you know, my lifetime. And you traded for Cliff Lee. You traded for Roy Halladay. Then you signed Cliff Lee in free agency. You traded for Roy Oswalt. You traded for Joe Blanton. Uh, Jamie Moyer was an acquisition. He wasn't a Philly to begin with. Um, you know, it was really Cole Hamels and Brett Myers that were, like, homegrown guys in this rotation during the run. Uh, Kyle Kendrick was eventually in there for a little bit. Jay Happ was in there for a little bit. Um, but overall, it was Cole Hamels for a, a massive majority. And now you have three guys who are dealing. Andrew Painter, six foot seven, 215 pounds. He is uh, absolutely dominating. And I'm just, I'm very excited for these three. You know, those were the three untouchables in my opinion, to uh, really make a difference for this team moving forward. I would love to have these three on uh, the show at some point. So here's the open invite to Mick Abel, Andrew Painter, and Griff McGarry to uh, come on the podcast. And the cool part about Griff McGarry, too, he's a fifth-round pick, where Painter and... Mick, I believe, at least Mick was a first-round pick. Uh, Andrew Painter was also a first-round pick uh, in 2021. So, I mean, if y'all want to come on onto the show, I would love to have them. Um, I'm huge. I'm huge fan of both of these guys. All three of them, really. Um, trying to see if any of them, like, really tweet. They don't really tweet. That's the tough part with these guys. They don't really tweet. And another guy I'd love to have on the show is Hans Kraus, who we got in the uh, the Kyle Gibson, Spencer Howard trade last year. He just seems like a super fun person to talk to. Um, so I might be trying to hit up Hans Kraus to uh, come through and be on the show as well. He uh, he doesn't really tweet either. He just tweeted for the first time on August fourteenth, though. Um, <laughs> We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Don't know what it was truly about, but I might try to hit up Hans Kraus. He seems very fun, seems very cool. Um, seems like our, one of our kind of guys that we would love to have on the show. Um, so, yeah, the Phillies' big prospect news on a day that 
was not ideal per se for this team. Um, but shout out to Andrew Painter and Mick Abel. And uh, let's get the, the pitching Avengers rocking and rolling as uh, they head up to Reading and get ready to pitch for the Reading Fightins. Uh, the Philadelphia Union. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, before we uh, continue, let's do our favorite segment. Duh. The NL East Run Differential brought to you by our homies over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, rack up points on your fan profiles, cash them in for prizes on the Pickup Marketplace, get those NFL futures props in there. It's right around the corner. Get your uh, postseason predictions for baseball, all that good stuff at playpickup.com. The New York Mets sitting at 75-40 and 40 with a plus-133 run differential. The Atlanta Braves sitting at 70-46 and 46 with a plus-97 run differential. The Philadelphia Phillies at 63-51 and 51, uh, sitting with a plus-67 run differential. The Miami Marlins at 50-65 and 65 with a negative 47 run differential. And that stolen franchise, the Washington Nationals, at 38 and 78 with a negative 210 run differential continuing to lead all of major league baseball with the worst run differential in the sport the LA Dodgers with the best at plus 247 the Pittsburgh Pirates are second to last with minus 161 and the Yankees still hanging around at plus 201 as uh, they have fallen off and have gone 2 and 8 in their last 10 uh, tough times in New York. Who would have thought Joey Gallo was the glue holding that team together? Who would have thunk it? Uh, but that is your NL East run differential and your Major League Baseball run differential checkup brought to you by the homies over at Pickup. Philadelphia Union on Saturday absolutely dominated uh, Chicago, the Chicago Fire, uh, by a score of 4-1. to one. Um, just a fantastic performance by the Union. They uh, they got goals from. I'm gonna pull it up here. The goals came from uh, Gazdag, Jack Elliott, Julian Carranza, Corey Burke. Uh, just absolutely demolished Chicago, which is great. Um, love seeing that, and right now the Philadelphia Union still at the top of the table, distancing themselves a bit. They are five points ahead of second place Montreal with 48 points and a 13-3 uh, and three record, nine draws on the season as well. Uh, a 26-goal differential, which is great for them in 25 matches played, but a 13-9-3 and three record is great. Uh, and then 48 points, which is tied for second in all of MLS with uh, the LA FC leading the way with 54 points out in the West for that supporter shield. But uh, the Union are looking great. I really want to get to a match this season, which I have been reading, you know, the home and away thing completely incorrect uh, over the past couple of weeks. So the next home game will be against Colorado which is Colorado a terrible team? Yeah, they're not even a playoff team. That might be a game I head to. Um, on August 27th, the Union also have a game uh, on August 31st against Atlanta. 
They're also at home on September 10th, which I don't think I'll be home for. September 25th, they also have a home game. And uh, their final match of the regular season is October 9th against Toronto, which I know Matt and Dom were looking at that because of some of the players on Toronto as well um, coming over from the Premier League and Serie A and everything. So looking to go into some matches here for the Union. Uh, I want to make my way out there for sure. And like we said, too, on Wednesday's show, when and if the Phillies clinch that playoff spot, uh, Matt and I will be going to a postseason game for sure. No doubt about that. Um, so the Union just continued to be the prime example of consistency in Philadelphia, which is fantastic. Um, the Eagles, they lose to the Jets, but Jalen Hurts, 6-for-6, six six, 81 yards passing through for a touchdown. He looked fantastic in the preseason. That's all I cared about. Um, I, I didn't care about much else in that preseason game. Just wanted to know how he finished. I barely watched any of it because the Phils were on uh, priorities, everybody. You shouldn't be watching preseason football and subjecting yourself to those god-awful white-on-white uniforms and just terrible football play when a playoff baseball team is on TV, a playoff soccer team is on TV. Uh, the preseason doesn't matter. It's boring. It's bad product. You shouldn't subject yourself to, like, making that appointment viewing. Um, but Jalen Hurts is fantastic, and that's all that matters. Shout out to Jalen Hurts um, and the Jalen Hurts Hive. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer. Upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you already know. No. I think that's how it always goes. Like, 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 minutes, and we were at, like, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I'm Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Last bit of news to James Harden breaking news before any insider. Uh, he tweeted out Christmas in the garden. You know, it's Harden's garden. Everybody James Harden tweeting it out. Shams Charania breaking the full schedule today too. Uh, tonight. Uh, so the NBA's 2022 Christmas day schedule bucks at Celtics Sixers at Knicks Suns at nuggets. Lakers at Mavericks and Grizzlies at Warriors. A pretty solid Christmas Day lineup there. Um, the Sixers also spent Christmas at Madison Square Garden in 2017-2018. Um, as Joel Embiid scored 25 points and J.J. Redick added 24 in a 105-98 win over the Knicks. Um, and that was a, you know, the year that we broke that 
that run. Uh, 2017 win broke a 16-year run without a Christmas appearance for the Sixers. Uh, and then they played in three straight years on the holiday, suffering an overtime loss to the Celtics in 2018, which ruined everybody's Christmases. And then we beat the Bucks in 2019 at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, and then obviously did not do it in 2020. Um, we were not uh, a Christmas team then, and we were not a Christmas team last year, which was nice. Um, so the NBA will report its full schedule this week, according to Mark Stein. The Sixers' uh, four-game preseason will begin with an October 3rd matchup in Brooklyn against the Nets. Um, and we all know, you know, James Harden in a Sixers uniform at the Garden, 29-point triple-double on February 27th this year in his second game with the Sixers. Uh, Joel Embiid made 23 free throws in that game and attempted 27 um, and we beat the Knicks in that one. Um, so we'll see what the Sixers schedule looks like pretty soon. Um, but the Sixers will be playing on Christmas this year. I can't wait to talk about that with Matt because we always talk about how the Sixers not playing on Christmas gives us less stress on our holiday. Um, but we're going to have a very packed Christmas holiday this year in Philadelphia. Christmas Eve, Eagles-Cowboys, Christmas Day, Sixers-Knicks. It's going to be a wild two days of Philly sports content there. And, uh, you know, it's going to be right around prime potential free agency signings for Major League Baseball. Um, we're going to have a lot of stuff to dive into around Christmas this year, which is kind of wild. And it gives us an excuse to not to have to dress up on Christmas. We get to wear our apparel, which will be great. Um, but the Sixers back on Christmas Day, Santa <laughs> Harden Claws. James Claus coming through. James Harden with the breaking news. Beating out Shams, beating out Woj, Mark Stein. We'll see if James Harden just breaks the entire schedule uh, for the Sixers this year. But Harden Claus coming to a garden near you. Uh, it's Harden's garden, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I can't wait for him and the rest of the Sixers to uh, dominate on Christmas Day and give us a nice little gift under our trees. That's all I got for you guys. Uh, the fills will be okay. Trust me. We will bounce back. The schedule is very favorable. I am uh, The worry there was maybe like a 3 out of 10. It's not that serious. So don't worry. Pump the brakes on, you know, freaking out. Um, but the fills will be okay. We'll get back after it against the Reds, and then we'll get back at it against the Mets again. So don't worry. Um, big week underground as well. We got streamer season breaking down She-Hulk. It's going to be huge. Uh, that show will be coming out on Friday now because She-Hulk comes out on Thursdays. Um, so we'll be talking about that. And then uh, as the weeks go on, we'll also be adding in House of the Dragon coverage. Dylan's super excited about Game of Thrones being back. Um, outside the box, rock and roll and final regular season game for the PLL coming this weekend. Top bins will be back later on in the week. Matt is still... Uh, away this weekend, so they'll be recording later on in the week for all you Top Bins fans. Get in the Hole. Shout out to Ben Pirro, official new co-host of the Get in the Hole podcast. Very excited to have a pro athlete hosting one of our podcasts now. Uh, Ben's knowledge is second to none, and he and Steve have incredible chemistry. If you guys are not listening to that podcast, what are you doing? Go check out everything that they're doing as the FedEx Cup playoffs are here now. So it's playoff season for the Get in the Hole crew. Uh, and fantasy football right around the corner. Pat Pitts 
and his new co-host, which we will be announcing full-time in a couple weeks. uh, Loaded Box will be coming back to your airwaves, formerly 4th and Goal. It'll be on YouTube, uh, and they got a whole big schedule planned out of content that's going to be coming out during the week for all you fantasy football knuckleheads. Uh, So stay tuned for that as well. Plus, we got some fun secret projects on the way that you're not going to want to miss. So that's why you got to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UndergroundPHI, Facebook.com slash UndergroundSportsPHI, Twitch.tv slash UndergroundSportsPHI. Uh, check out the website, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Uh, if you want to sponsor the show or if you want to hop on board with us as an intern or you're looking to you know get on board with us, potentially you have ideas or stuff you want to pitch to us, Email us at undergroundsportsphi at gmail.com. And, of course, subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. They go a long way. Helps more people find the show. We're like 29 reviews away from 300 on Apple Podcasts. I would love to get there. It's been a very long time since people have dropped Apple Podcast reviews uh, on any of our shows. So go do that. Uh, and of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Smash that like button, ring the bell icon so you don't miss a single episode of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast in full video form. Comment down below how you're feeling about the Phils, how you feel about Sixers on Christmas Day, uh, how you're feeling about the Union, all that good stuff. Subscribe, though. Subscribe. We're on that road to 1K. We're at 212. We need to get to 1K. I want to get to 300 by the end of August. I think it's very doable. Um, Be a friend, tell a friend, share the YouTube channel with your people, and uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro, Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, Pickup, Kenwood Beer, and Bino Board. All of their info and our promo codes and links are linked in the description uh, on YouTube and in the show notes on audio. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 455. I'm your boy KB. The Phils will be fine. Don't subject yourself to preseason football, but we'll have Eagles enemies coming for you later this week, breaking down that matchup with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and of course the union keep on duping. Uh, but this has been episode number 455 of underground sports, Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. And until Wednesday night, back at it with my boy, Matt, I am signing off. Peace.